Who's thankful to be set free? Who's thankful that you know who Jesus is? Glory to your name, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for setting me free, God. Woo! It feels good in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen? You may make your way back to your seats. Amen? God is good. I just want to hasten into the word of the Lord. First lady, I almost had a heart attack whenever we were singing the first song. I did not see you, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Bishop's not here. First lady's not here. My, my, my. My, my, my. But who's thankful to have a man of God in your life? Amen? Pastor and first lady, we love you so much. Bishop, I'm so thankful that you are our man of God. The word of God is true. He says he's given us pastors after our own hearts. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm so thankful for my wife and my kids. I'm so thankful for everybody here. I'm so thankful that we have a family that we could rely on. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bishop asked me to um, preach yesterday. And I thought it was funny because the past couple weeks, First Lady, I've been, I've been having this message in my spirit. And part of it being in my spirit, I, I, was, I was living this message the past couple of weeks. I feel like God is pushing me to do more, pushing me to be greater, pushing me to be better. And, um, you know, it was all in my, in my mind and a little bit of notes on my phone. But I was like, with impact and everything, there's no way I'll be preaching anytime soon. <laughs> my goodness. But I'm here tonight. And if the sermon is really good tonight... Um, I do have on uh, a Pastor Randy Williams shirt on, so it's possibly the anointing on that shirt, amen. Just kidding, all jokes aside, you know, God has really been dealing with me. We can all stand for the reading of the word. But the Holy Ghost has been dealing with me these past couple weeks, and I pray that I'm able to deliver this word. We go turn, we have a lot of scriptures tonight. So... If I fail you, the word of God doesn't fail you. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Judges 13, 1 through 5, 24 through 25, 14, 5 through 9, and more. But Judges 13, 1 through 5 reads, And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines 40 years. And there was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren, and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren, and bearest not. But thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Verse 24. And the woman bare a son and called his name Samson. Somebody say Samson. And the child grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. Somebody say at times. In the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtol. 
14, 5 through 9 reads, Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath, and came to the vineyards of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he rent him as if as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or his mother what he had done. And he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. And after a time, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hands and went on eating, and came to his father and his mother, and he gave them, and they did eat. But he told not them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. Judges 16 and 30 reads, And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. I still got more verses, everybody. Okay, I got a couple more. Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, 5 and 8 through 10. It says, And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which was called the synagogue of the Libertines and Cyrians and Alexandrians, and of them of Sicilia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. The last portion of Scripture, Acts chapter 7, verse 54 through 60 reads, When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God or in the authority and power of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the, and the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord Lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And with the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I would like to preach. I don't want to be fake. I want to be like Jesus. Let's all lift our hands right now and talk to our God. Somebody lift your voice right now. Jesus, Lord, we need you, God. Where would we be? 
everybody clap their hands right now in the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You name it, and there is something fake to whatever there is out there. I'm saying fake shoes, fake Nikes, fake Adidas, Yeezys, Jordans. I had some fake Jordans one time in the seventh grade. I had a green and white pair of low-top Jordans. And I should have known because they were low-tops that there might be something wrong with these shoes. The fact that they were low-top, I didn't really care. They were Jordans. They were nice. We picked them up at our warehouse in Tampa, Pastor Spilazza. 20 bucks. I went to school in seventh grade and they decided to look at, my, at the jump man on my shoes and they said, how come his shoes are untied? And why is there a football in his hand and not a basketball? But you name it, there's fake everything out there. Fake watches. Brother Michael, you can get a fake Rolex <laughs> in Chinatown. They have fake currency. $100 bills, which are, it's not that common anymore because you can't really break hundreds and if you get a fake one you get caught you know but there's fake one dollar bills believe it or not again not that common because you know they're one dollar bills fake 50s and 20s and and euros sister priscilla where's sister priscilla there she is i love you sister priscilla they have fake designer clothing fake louis vuitton fendi prada gucci ralph lauren you name it If your Ralph Lauren logo is about the size of your hand and then some, you got to fake Ralph Lauren. Amen? The thing about these things is sometimes you don't realize that you have a fake thing, right? A real good fake item, sometimes people can't tell the difference, unlike my shoes in seventh grade. But some fakes... It takes a trained person to realize what it is that you really have. Sometimes you could be fooled and think that you paid full price for something that was top dollar, but then you realize it was fake. Fakes are supposed to blend in, to be disguised. It's something that is cheaply made to be sold for much higher than what it's worth. Sometimes a fake might only have one thing different than the real thing. Maybe the placement of the logo is a little bit off. Maybe it has one less layering in the shoes. Maybe the stitches are in the wrong place. Or maybe the only thing that is not real about it is the fact that it doesn't have a serial number. But besides items, we also have fake people. We have fake aunties and uncles and cousins in them and sisters and brothers in them. Amen? I'm talking about family that says that, you know what, I will be there for you no matter what. And then you get into some trouble. <laughs> Delete you from social media. That's not my cousin. That ain't my brother. That's on my, not my dad's side, you know. But thank God for the church. Amen? Jesus says, who, who are my mother? 
Who is my brother? Them that do the will of God. I thank God that we have the church. That we can trust and rely on the brothers and sisters that are here. Amen. The world may judge me. Carnal saints may judge me. But the church in its functional form will not judge me. The church will cover me. The church will pick me up when I'm down. Does anyone have a testimony of that in this house tonight? But along with fake, Christ, fake people, we have fake Christians. Thank you so much. I'm going to need probably two of these. But we also have fake Christians, fake tithers that hate accountability. We have fake students of the Lord who don't study to show themselves approved unto God, but approved unto people and intellectuals. We have fake pastors who don't call sin a sin. But instead, they could be bought with money. We have fake apostles, fake healers, fake people that believe that they're praising the Lord. But they're just being carnal before the rest of the congregation. I don't want to be fake, church. I want to be like Jesus. Amen. We have fake gospels preaching fake Jesuses. All can go to heaven doctrines and no such thing as hell doctrines and the, infam the infamous prosperity gospel. You plant all your money in the church and you will reap acres of money trees. Now, if you do give, God will bless you, Pastor Spilaza. It is true. But it's not always monetary blessings. Can I get an amen in this house? We have the believe in your heart and you can receive salvation doctrine. We have a Trinitarian doctrines, Mormon doctrines, Jehovah Witness doctrines, Catholic doctrines, the sin don't matter gospel, the Jesus loves you the way you are and you don't need to change gospel. The it's not fornication if you just do it a couple times a year gospel. The, you don't need a man of God in your life. Jesus is your man of God, gospel. You got the once saved, always saved, gospel. You got the work out, work your salvation with good deeds, giving to the poor and, and giving to the rich, gospel. But listen, church, I don't want to be fake. I want to be like Jesus. Hallelujah. Samson looked the part, while Stephen was the part. Samson had long hair. You could see it miles away. He took the shame of his people. He was supposed to be like Jesus. Isaiah 53 and 4 says, surely he hath borne our griefs and, and carried our sorrows. Jesus took our sin and shame and nailed it to his cross. Samson was supposed to be like Jesus by bearing the shame of his people. Again, he looked the part while Stephen was the part. The spirit of the Lord moved upon Samson at times while Stephen was full of faith and power and of the Holy Ghost. I don't know about you, church, but I don't want to be like Samson. God told his parents, and his parents also let Samson know what he needed to do to be that Nazarene, or that, yeah, the Nazarene. 
Samson knew that he shouldn't be touching anything unclean, for it's in the Levitical law. And his parents told him that he shouldn't also eat anything unclean. Samson knew that he shouldn't be lusting over the Philistine woman. But Samson was fake. He wasn't worried about being, being the part fully. He knew the Lord was with him at times. He knew that the Lord would be there to help him out. At times, he looked the part, but he wasn't the part. My Bible tells me to be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. God's statues are true, but the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. That's a, that's a terrifying thing. You see, the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Samson was not separate. Instantly you find him lusting over the woman of the world. Taking his parents through vineyards. Why was he in the vineyard? He's not supposed to eat of any of the, the, strong, the, strong, the strong drink or, or wine or, or the fruit of the vine. <laughs> He's just passing through, right? That's what it was. Got it. Using his strength to kill a lion, which according to the Levitical law... The lion is an unclean animal. Also, he is not supposed to touch anything dead, according to the Levitical law. He kills a lion, decides to marry a woman of the world. By the way, his parents knew about this. Takes another walk through these, those vineyards, sees some honey in a lion, decides to say, hmm, no one's seen this. I can, I can take some of that real quick. This is pretty sweet. It tastes good. I'm going to eat of this. And he gave to his parents also, but didn't tell them where he got it from. I just want to thank God for his mercies. His mercies which endure forever. I'm thankful I serve a God that loves me and gives me multiple chances. Upon multiple chances. Upon multiple chances. To get things right. But I do not want these at times moments. Decide my fate with God. You hear me, somebody? I said, I'm thankful that I could fall down and God will pick me back up. That I could fall down and, and the church will pick me back up in the name of Jesus. But I do not want my at times moments with God to justify my righteousness. I don't want to take the times where God uses me to minister to somebody. Maybe at my job. And maybe they come to church and they get filled with the Holy Ghost. God's using me. But I'm not praying. I'm not reading. I'm barely fasting. I mean, if we don't have food, maybe I'm, you know, that's why I, I'll fast today, right? I'm not only neglecting doing the right thing, but maybe you're also doing the wrong thing. Maybe you're watching pornography. Maybe you're lusting over women in the world and, and maybe, young lady, you're lusting over the men of this world. And maybe you're sowing this cord and that cord and maybe you're gossiping. You're disobeying your pastor. You're being fake. But God used me. <laughs> Someone got baptized. I don't want these at time moments to guide me. Come on, somebody. I want to be like Jesus.
Listen up, somebody, I'm telling you, that God will have you work for him, and at the end of the day, you will get paid. Just not the wages you thought. You think that you're going to heaven because the Lord is moving upon you at times. But my Bible says that the wages of sin is death, destruction, hell. Quit the sinning, Samson, and convert into the Stephen God has called you to be. Somebody clap your hands in the fear of the Lord right now. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. I know this is a rough message right now, but the Lord has been dealing with me. If you aren't careful, you will think because God used you while you weren't at your primetime game, that you're fine. I'm, I mean, I guess I'm living good, you know. I mean, so-and-so got baptized. I prayed for this person and they got filled with the Holy Ghost and God's using me. And I'm barely doing anything. This is good. You look the part. You dress nice. You bring in souls from time to time. Everyone loves you. But first lady, I'm tired of Pentecostal porcelain dolls that look the part. They smell the part. They seem like the part. They, their dress is all nice. Their hair is done all nice. Their suit is all nice. They smell nice. Their smile is big and I guess nice. While their spirit and soul don't smell too nice. Their spirit and soul is full of envy and blasphemy. Lasciviousness runs their mind deep and full of iniquities. But I mean, they look the part. Samson's hair wasn't cut. And he ate honey out of a carcass of a lion. He looked the part. But what was he consuming? You look the part tonight, but what are you consuming? What are you putting in front of your eyes? What are you listening to at night on your Spotify? Come on, somebody. I, come on, I, I thought I'd get a little bit more help than that. I'm trying to make it to heaven. I'm trying to be like Jesus. I don't want to be deceived. I want to be like him. You know, you know what gets me more than those that look the part? You know what they ought to do sometimes? You ought to get up. You ought to get your, get your jacket off. Loosen your tie a bit. You ought to praise God a bit. But you know what I hate the, the most than those that just look the part? Those that also look the part. They're shouting with the preacher. They're jumping up and down. They're sweating. They're speaking in tongues. They're rolling on the ground. <laughs> but they're not it. We have our tie around our head on a Sunday. But you got somebody else's wife or husband in your mind on Monday. Come on, somebody. You can amen the pastor and say, listen to your man of God. But when you go home, we don't have to do all that now. You tell your kids, we don't have to follow exactly what the man of God is saying. Netflix is okay every once in a while. You don't think you need accountability? I mean, this is going to be my future wife or my future husband anyways. 
I don't need accountability. Bishop, that's for the birds. There's something wrong with the spirit that can amen the man of God, that can back the man of God, that can say, Bishop, I'm for you, I'm with you, I'm I stand behind you. But then behind his back, you know what, I don't agree with all of that. Come on, somebody. You can pray up and down these altars at pre-service prayer, but God never hears from you unless you're at church. Come on, somebody. I, I, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be fake. I want to be like Jesus. Both Samson and Stephen died. Which death do you want? Do you want to be like Samson, who all he cared about was avenging his enemies because they plucked out his eyes? He says, I want to die with the Philistines. While Stephen, he sounds like Jesus. He looked like Jesus. He proclaimed Jesus. I mean, Stephen was so humble as he died. The Bible says he was full of faith and of power. But yet, he did not take for granted and think that instantly he was going to heaven. He, he prayed and said, please take my spirit. He had a healthy fear of God. Where he worked for God and didn't take it for granted. Jesus Last words as he was dying in Luke 23, 34 says, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Stephen's last words as he was dying. Acts 7 and 59 says, And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and, God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. What's crazy is, Stephen wasn't even an apostle, yet he was the first one to die for being like Jesus. He was killed because he brought into remembrance Jesus. Jesus was supposed to be dead and gone. No one should have to worry about that name anymore. No one should have to worry about that way anymore. Stephen was just ministering to people. You know, he was cleaning the pews. He was scrubbing the toilets. But yet, he didn't brag about it. He decided to declare the word of the Lord no matter what he did. Whether he had a mic and preaching a word, whether he was teaching a Bible study, whether he was picking up trash in the parking lot, he proclaimed, proclaimed the word of God. And he even had the honor to die for the name of Jesus. I don't want to be an at times Christian. I don't want to be anointed at times. I don't want at times for God to use me to pray someone through the, to the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. I don't want to be used at times to, de to deliver a, a pretty sermon for the body. I don't want to be fake. I want to be like Jesus. Come on, somebody. When people see us, they ought to see Jesus. When people hear us, they ought to hear Jesus. When people want to talk to us, we ought to be talking about Jesus. The ten virgins, they all looked the part. They were virgins. They were clean. They had his righteousness. But five were foolish. Five were wise and five were foolish. 
Five were real and five were fake. Five took it seriously and the other five said, you know what, he moves upon me at times. I'm good. I have some oil in my lamp. This will be fine. Their lamps, there's nothing inside. The spirit was empty. It was carnal. It was used up. It was neglected. It wasn't taken care of. They were foolish with the, the, the possession that they had. The spirit of God, God who created all things, lives inside of us. We ought to take care of that. We ought to, we ought to take care of that. Say, God, don't leave me. I know you won't leave me, God, but God, I want, all, I want more of you. I want my cup to run over. Jesus, I need more of you, God. But they were lazy. They didn't think it was necessary to pray on Mondays. I mean, they just were at church on Sunday. They didn't need to pray on Wednesdays. We have Tuesday night service. They don't need to pray two Fridays out the year because the other two Fridays we have youth service. They need to pray on Saturdays because tomorrow they'll get their prayer done on Sunday. They pray Sundays and Tuesdays and maybe for pre-service prayer hour. Maybe for most altar calls they prayed and maybe they went to a few conferences here and there and bless God. They had impact and you know what? They prayed through and they don't need to go all out for God. I mean, I'm a virgin just like them. We're clean. We're pure. We're pure. We don't need to go all in. We don't need to, to give our life. But my God is a consuming fire. When a fire takes course, it doesn't matter about if you want to be burned or not. He wants all of you. He wants all of us. But when the bridegroom, com the bridegroom comes... He wants to find some people that had a love for truth, had a love for prayer, that has a love for souls, that has a love for being like Jesus, that has a love for proclaiming the gospel, that has a love to do, to do what is right before the Lord, that has a love to test him, to prove him therewith, saith the Lord. That has a love of leaning not upon their own understanding. Come on, somebody. Samson was all about pleasing his flesh. He ate the honey from a carcass of a lion. He has no idea what diseases and pathogens and germs could have been there. He didn't even think about it. It tasted sweet. It's good right now. Ha, you know what else feels good in the moment? Getting high feels good in the moment. Come on, somebody. No, no, we're all just angels in here. We're all just angels, right? Fornication feels good in the moment. Come on, somebody. Yeah, fornication feels good until you have an unexpected pregnancy. And now you're dealing with thoughts of murder, murdering innocent blood. You never thought that you would even think about that, but now that's in your mind. I got to get rid of this thing. Getting drunk feels good until you get in a car and take an innocent life. I said getting drunk feels good until you get in a car and you get pulled over and now you're facing DUI charges. Lying feels good, you know, 
You're, you're, you're the one that everybody's looking at. You're the one with all the great stories. You're the, you're, it's just a lie. My Bible says that all liars will inherit the lake of fire. Lying feels good until you get caught lying. <laughs> and now you're embarrassed. And you can either tell the truth or do another lie to save face. All right, God. Come on, let's lift our hands right now to him. Come on, somebody. The Holy Ghost is talking to someone right now, but you're resisting. You're resisting him right now. But he loves you. You're here tonight because he loves you. You're looking, you're looking pretty good. You're doing all the right things. You come to all the altar calls. You lift your hands when you're supposed to. You jump when you're supposed to. You shout when you're supposed to. You amen when you're supposed to. But God sees you. God has your number tonight. Romans 6 and 6 says, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might, might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Verse 11 says, Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye, one of, yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. And your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Samson wanted to die with the Philistines. As Stephen was dying, he wanted his spirit to be with the Lord. It's a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, 2 Timothy 2, 11 through 12. For if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. We need to die to our self, church. Come on, somebody. We need to die to our self, church. We need to deny our flesh and live for Christ. Sometimes this feels like we're suffering. Sometimes it feels like, you know what, this hurts. It's painful. But that's why we pray. We need to groan and cry out to God, telling him, telling him the, the sins that we have and that, the bad habits that we have. And God, cleanse me, oh Lord. Lord, we're willing to break this and stop this so that we may live for you, God. Pastor Sperlaza, I remember when we first came to the church and you were dealing with something. Right? Hollywood. You remember what I'm talking about? You were dealing with Naruto. <laughs> Bless God. Who here, who, who here knows about Naruto? Amen. <laughs> but he felt ashamed because he knew he had to give it up. And I remember that service. It was like you were wrestling with God. You were wrestling and you came and you were crying and you felt ashamed. Like, why am I crying over this stupid thing? 
sometimes we just hold on to things. And it, it's dear to us for whatever reason. And it hurts sometimes. And I, I've been going through this same thing. And I will always look back to you, which would encourage me. I had this trouble of, for whatever reason, RuneScape. <laughs> it's this medieval game that I've played since I was 11, 10, 9 years old. And before coming to God, I knew that I had to get rid of it, so I did. I got rid of the account. I got rid of everything. But years later, I found myself on YouTube watching other people play this game. It's all about witchcraft, and, and, and it's, it's, it's not much, right? You, I can reason to myself, say, God, I'm not playing it. I'm not, I'm not doing too much. I mean, I mean, I'm still coming to church. I'm still praying. I'm, I still feel your spirit at times. It has witchcraft and sorcery and, and it's also a form of television because there's episodes every week that come out. And I'm not telling you this to glory at, you know, look what I overcame, but it came to a point in my life where I had to groan and cry out to God and say, God, I don't know why this thing has its grips on me. Lord, I don't understand why. You've spoken to me countless times to get rid of it. You've told me countless times to stop watching it. But God, I keep on. You know, we got to have breakthroughs, church. We got to have breakthroughs where we take that thing and not everything, because you'll be overwhelmed. But you take that one thing that is bothering you that day, and you need to put it on an altar. And you need to stay there. And you need to pray. And you need to reach God. You need to get God. And I've done that with things in the past. Easy on a Sunday morning. Easy on a Sunday night. Easy on a Tuesday night. But this thing... It didn't matter how many times I prayed on a Sunday morning. It didn't matter how many times I prayed on a Sunday night. It didn't matter how many times I prayed on a Tuesday night. I, I had to start coming to God on Monday mornings, on Monday afternoons. I had to start coming to God. Come on, somebody. I'm telling somebody, he wants more of us. He wants all of us. We're living this life for him and not for us, church. But looking onto Jesus, Hebrews 12 and 2. The author and finisher of our faith. The author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Despising the shame. And is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Jesus prayed, the Bible says, as it were great drops of blood. If we want to be like Jesus, we need to pray like Jesus. We have to have joy set before us. We need to understand that we are not only going to heaven, but we're going to meet Jesus, the one who first loved us, the one who died for us, the one that picked us up while we were in our wicked ways, while we blasphemed his name. Living this life doesn't always feel good. 
whether you live for God or live, live for the world, you're going to get hurt. Either way, you're going to get hurt. John 15 and 2 says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Whether you're living for God or you're living for the world, you're going to get cut. You're going to feel some pain. Whether it's pain and you're not going to receive any fruits and you're not going to see who Jesus is or, or make it to heaven. Or you're going to be cut so that more fruit may come from your tree. So that you won't be an at times Christian. But you can be full of faith and full of power and full of the Holy Ghost. Either way, you're going to get cut. Verse 4 says, abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. You can't do this yourself. You can't let go of sin by yourself. You can't go and, and go to a psychologist and say, 21 days to break a habit. You can't do it. You have to abide in him. You have to pray to him. You have to be with Jesus. You can't make it looking the part. Because you must be the part. You need to abide in Jesus. You need to pray to the Father of light. You need to keep his word in your heart. I am the vine. Verse 5, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Somebody say much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. It is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire. And they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will. And it shall be done unto you. Pastor Sloss, yes, we're known for our prayers. But I believe that God is, is holding the supernatural right now. He's holding miracles, signs, and wonders for the Rock Church so that we can abide in him. So that we can make sure that we are chosen vessels. Come on, somebody. I, I believe this. Everybody wants to see the miracles, the signs, the wonders. But we're not ready for it yet. We need to make sure that we're clean. Because if God lets us have these things, it might ruin us, First Lady. It might mess us all up. But that's why we need to make sure that everything that we have, every little thing that you might be dealing with, I don't care if it's a sin. You see, I don't care if it's a simple lie. Maybe you deal with a simple lying problem. But your flesh is so strong, it'll tell you that you don't have to repent of that. You were just joking. Come on, somebody. I mean, I was just joking. You don't, you don't need to repent of that. No. We need to make sure that we are, we are blameless, that we are repenting every day, that we are, we are trying our hardest to be like Jesus. Church, you know, I should be dead. I should. I should be dead. I tried killing myself twice. April 19th, 2015. 
I shouldn't be alive. I should be in a mental hospital with a diagnosis of schizophrenia. I should be addicted to drugs and, 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 and tripped out in my mind. But God redeemed me. And when God redeemed me, church, come on, someone. And I, I'm not here trying to say who I am. We all have a testimony. But when God redeemed me. I realized something. I owe my life to him. I owe my life to him. But, but the way how the enemy works and our flesh works sometimes, see, they give us a little taste of living for God and, and then we start looking around. Okay, well, they're not praying as much as the word says we should be praying. They're not fasting as much as the word says that we should be fasting. God, you're telling me that I should be doing this, but, you know, my peers, they're, they're being used by God at times, and they're not doing all this. But I don't want to compare myself with anybody else, church. I want to be obedient to God. If God tells me that he needs more of me, I want to be more in the prayer room. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm telling someone right now, God wants to use us. He wants to mold us. He wants to shape us. He wants to use us mightily. But are we willing to take this walk seriously? Are we willing to be wise virgins? Are we willing to be full of faith and full of power and full of the Holy Ghost? Oh, come on, someone. Come on, somebody right now. The Holy Ghost is talking to you. Don't resist him. Don't resist him tonight. You might not have expected a word like this tonight, but God has you right where he wants you right now. God has been, God has been molding you in and bringing you to this moment right now. Come on, somebody. Come on, someone. I don't want to lean upon my own understanding, Jesus. Oh, Lord. I don't want to think I'm right, God. Just because you use me at times, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Lord, help me to love prayer, God. Lord, help me to fall in love with prayer, God. Come on, someone, you got to pray those words. Jesus. Jesus. Less of me, God. More of you, Jesus. Lord, more of you, Jesus. Lord, you saved me. Lord, you redeemed me. Lord, I owe so much to you, God. It's the least I could do is give my life to you. Come on, somebody. I say yes. Come on, somebody. Come on. You've been waiting for God to help you with your miracles, but God's been waiting for you to call upon his name. You've been waiting for God to move in your life, to help, to help with things you've been calling upon him, you've been trusting him for, but he wants more of you. Oh, you want your family to be saved. You want your friends to be saved. But God wants you to be saved. Jesus. Oh, Lord. 
Lord, help me to obey your word, God. Help me, Lord, to, to not resist your will, God. Lord, that I'll discern your words, God. That I'll discern your words, Jesus. Oh, speak to me again, God. Lord, tell me again what I must do, God. I say, Jesus, don't pass by me, Lord. Don't pass by, God. Use me, Lord. Mold me, God. Not my Jesus. We gotta press. We gotta press past our flesh. We gotta press past our flesh right now. You gotta talk to God right now. You gotta make some covenants right now with Him. Jesus, I will not set those things before my eyes, God. Lord, I will worship you, God. I will not worship the enemy by listening to the things of this world. Come on, somebody. You gotta make a covenant with Him right now. Oh, but the enemy's speaking to some people tonight. The enemy's telling you that you're going to fall again. The enemy's telling you that you can't do it. But you can if you just abide in him. I'm telling someone, you can do it. You are more than able. You are more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. A rebuke. I rebuke the devil right now, speaking to you, speaking to your mind, telling you you're not able, telling you you're not strong. You're right, devil. I'm not strong. I'm strong through Christ. I can't do this myself. I can't do this myself. 